0: Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com.
2: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot.
1: Is it too late now to say sorry, everybody? Welcome to the Football Ramble! Tommy Tuchel is into another final, and there was some interesting refereeing in the AFCON. It's Thursday, 13th of January. I'm Marcus
2: Speller. I'm Jim Cannon. And I'm Pete Donaldson.
1: Hello everybody. Good to see you. Good to see you,
2: Jim. Yeah, good to see you,
1: PT. Good to see you, Marcus. Shake it off, baby. Yeah. Right then, chaps. We've got a semi-final to talk about. We've got international football to talk about. We've got other things and bits and pieces. What a treat. I know. Mm. We're living in great times. Jam-packed. Jim, Spurs 0 Chelsea one it was 3-0 on aggregate. Um, commiserations to Spurs. <laughs> and <laughs>
2: congratulations to <laughs> Choshi, uh, yeah. you would agree. I, well, yeah. i, I, mean, I mean, it's like you know that's... eating my least favourite food wrapped in my other least favourite food. Who favorite would you prefer to but... win? Actually... Uh, genuinely Chelsea I would say as an institution I dislike Chelsea more but I hate losing to Spurs more <laughs> what
1: a start to the show so, yeah.
2: yeah I'm just, just being honest yeah can't you, do that anymore can you but I am no
1: Peter you're a man fueled on hatred has mm-hmm. that given you a bit of an energy here at the start of the show
3: what just seeing Jim hate himself and hate football
1: and yeah hit just throwing out some hate, hate myself
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't that just seep it.
3: out <laughs> I just,
1: <laughs> I hate just I remember
2: overtly saying
3: it <laughs> it's like background radiation it's yeah. always there
1: Yeah, but Chelsea are into the Carabao Cup final. They will play... Liverpool or Arsenal, of course. That semi-final is uh, this evening. It's, mm. It looks like it is going to go uh, ahead. Um, but Chelsea were the better side, Peter. I mean, they, they they are a better side. There's no two ways about this. And it was fairly comfortable, even though there was a couple of uh, VAR decisions that went against Spurs.
3: It was, yeah. And but there were VAR decisions, I think, that were broadly correct. Mm. Um, and Spurs in in this match, I think, only had themselves to blend Kane could have stayed onside if he wanted to if he wasn't just ball watching I, th- I thought it was a very underwhelming performance from Spurs um, aided by the fact that uh, uh, Conte decided to just, just throw in the subkeeper <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that was uh, yeah. Chelsea are responsible for a quarter of Spurs defeats at their new Tottenham Hotspur stadium which is a stat that Chelsea fans will be very pleased with I that's think. enjoyable yeah. that's it, like... it
2: is but I mean if that's true in a hundred years Spurs will be delighted with it right <laughs> like, oh, Chelsea keep beating us but we are brilliant otherwise it's <laughs> yes. just a weird <laughs> little anomaly isn't would it would they be delighted with that well because if you know if Chelsea delighted, was... delighted is no, a strong word because it would mean surely it would mean their win percentage at home would be massive yeah it's only three points in the league isn't it really well okay I, yeah.
1: I, I take your point about the three <laughs> points um, so yes well there you are Spurs fans but a good news for you yeah <laughs> um, going forward but yeah uh, Pierluigi Gullini was at fault for the first goal and
3: uh yeah I mean you've sort of mentioned it there why, why was he playing Peter you've got the inside track haven't you I don't know well according to <laughs> Tottenham boss Antonio Conte he has bigger concerns than supporters frustrations at his decision to arrest <laughs> Captain Hugo Lloris <laughs> there so there we go that's very is, much yeah. a Conte
2: outburst isn't this is it? what yes. we wanted um, we've well, <laughs> got to play him at some point hasn't he and quite often <laughs> the second stream playing play the league up even at the mm. latter stages of it so you know, otherwise he's probably they're not in Europe anymore for ridiculous reasons. So otherwise he's, you know, he's he not going to play he, that didn't much. Play, he didn't play the first leg, did he? I don't know. Would
1: that have I'm just
3: saying they were only two 0 down, weren't
2: they? Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> I, I mean, would that have uh, if content, Well, why did you play him? I've got to play him at some point, have I? <laughs> well, yeah, but that's not unfair, is it? I mean, he's a good goalkeeper. It's not like he because no, he doesn't have to sort of, play him at some point, though, does he? <laughs> no, but I, I think. Clubs often do this, don't they? It's not they do. it's not that outrageous to sort of give you your second choice goalkeeper a go here and there, just to mm. keep them fresh, keep them yeah. keep them moving. I, yeah. I, I don't know what you, I don't know why you're so shocked by this this no, idea not. of rotating your squad. I'm no. not shocked, but I I can't imagine a manager saying, "Well, I've
1: got to give him a go at some point." But well, I, I I understand what you mean that yeah. keeping players interested and 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 whatnot. It wasn't like it was thirty or forty years ago where. You could have a sub-keeper. I mean, they don't even have to go with that, but I'm sure there are modern day examples. But I think years ago, if you were the number two, like I, I once worked with a guy who was the number two Arsenal goalkeeper for years behind, um who would it have been? Uh, Boris Seaman? No, 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 no. Uh, further back, one of their sort of legendary goalkeepers. And, uh, but hardly ever played. Mm. But was just happy to be like the number two because that yeah. was the career, that was the job. And, uh you know, going down the mine, didn't it?
2: Yeah, well, but Gallini came in with with a pretty big reputation, though, isn't he? And, he, and he's fairly young. Sorry, um, Larice obviously is is is. Going in the other direction, age-wise. Mm. Although they're going in the same direction, age-wise <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> at the same time. But yeah. it's the in same direction Larice is older, is, is what, okay, okay. right? Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so I mean he, I think <laughs> he, he, he is part of the succession plan, isn't he? So he mm. has to play. Yeah. And he's got to retire at some
1: point, isn't he? Well, yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Thomas Tuchel has uh, said he's very confident of a new deal for Antonio Rudiger. And when Rudiger is on that type of form, Peter heading in the ball mm. then uh, they'd want to keep him he's he's quite um he's had a funny time because there was a it wasn't that long ago where he was out the Chelsea side seems a long time ago and he's come roaring back and he is quite the uh quite well I mean a match winner there but he's, mm. he's a he's a real solid player in that side
3: I'll go back to his tweet Uh, Hashtag clean sheet Hashtag always believe Hashtag hustle Yeah exactly (laughs) He He was hustling He He does does love a hustle (laughs) He does love
1: a hustle Didn't didn't there was a There was a thing I think it might have been Bleacher Report Who did a a video And it was I think it was Mikel Antonio. Mm. and he was like getting his hair cut, and he was chatting about various. I can't remember who it was. There was a few footballers involved. Antonio right. was definitely involved. I don't know if it was him who said it yeah. about Rudiger, yeah. and just said coming up again, he's just fierce. And there was there was like it was like the first minute of the game or something like that. And I think he maybe tried to go past him and Rudiger tackle him. He just went not today, bruv. Like <laughs> like, it was just a case of I was like, all right, it's going to be one of those games. Yeah, is it? yeah. And well, well, everything bang just smashing into tackles.
3: Well, on the complete flip side, definitely going in the opposite direction, Jim. Um, Lukaku versus Davies was an enjoyable battle. <laughs> it was like yeah. Spider-Man trying to stop that train. It was very enjoyable. <laughs> it was great yeah. stuff. Well,
1: he didn't score. He no, didn't, he didn't, score, didn't no. need to score. He didn't need to one, score. One would yeah. certainly argue. Um, but I think the pundits said, didn't they, Cole and, and, and Redknapp said on, on Sky Sports, that even if Spurs had equalised, Jim, which they were threatening to do, of course, mm-hmm. and on another day, just margins and so on. Chelsea just could have taken it to that extra level. Yeah,
2: it mm. did feel like it, over both legs. Actually, Chelsea didn't really need to hit their top form, which is lucky because lately mm. they haven't been anywhere near it. Have they? So no, I mean, that's right. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe they are at top form, and, but they're just sort of clicking back into it. But yeah, it was. It did feel like Chelsea just sort of held them at arm's length a bit mm. over over the two games. They did, mm. and uh, it, it's uh,
1: 350 days after his first day in charge, Thomas Tuchel, and he's become the first manager in Chelsea's history to guide them to Champions League final, FA Cup final, and League Cup final obviously he's only got one gold medal so far will he make it too well perhaps so statistically he's a loser yes indeed well they kept going on about in semi-finals he always wins right Um, but uh, of course you've then got to make it count in the final Mm. which he has done uh, but not always Um, perhaps though a part of the grand plan to win the League Cup final uh, Peter is that Chelsea have recalled Kennedy from Flamengo (laughs)
3: <laughs> it's there's uh, a, a strange se- there's decision a sentence that we
1: all just need to think about for a moment. That is a
3: very strange decision. I didn't even say that in the running order. That's <laughs> an astonishing. Yeah, that's a, I, that's blown my mind. That and yeah I'll, yeah yeah. Look, uh, I he was our best player for one season and mm. then went completely off the boil when he got another loan. He, he seems to like uh, an, an introduction. I don't know whether he'll get a new introduction to Chelsea. I don't mm. know whether he'll kind of like blow the bloody doors off. But uh, I love <laughs> I loved him the first season. But, Do you know uh, how, how old he is? I think he's probably about 25. He's 25 exactly. Yeah, right there on.
2: Spot on there. Thanks, Thanks guys. I would, I would have, have thought Aldo before I Googled that, but yeah, no, clearly he's... I don't know how time works today. <laughs> so. You are struggling a bit with yeah. that, aren't you? <laughs>
1: uh, did you see that Antonio Conte has said that Spurs must sign another centre-forward at a similar level to Harry Kane if they want to compete for silverware? Yeah. Now, no, one's, no one's told him. Yeah. If they, if they, if that's quite... About, about Spurs. Yeah, or Kane wanting to leave. <laughs> uh, I mean, it is. Yeah, the, the trouble is, Kane is obviously such an obvious starter. Mm. And to, to sign another player of even near that quality, they want to start games. You're not going to
2: get yeah. that, are you? Mm. No, I mean, well, I'm, surely he just means a forward. Yeah, but maybe having two of them, we can kind of rotate them, surely. <laughs> yeah, Kane will definitely be playing. <laughs> genuinely, that. if you get a player who's of the quality of Kane and Son mm. to. To compliment the two of them, yeah. you're in business then. And
3: Kane can't complain if he's not scoring goals. Mm-hmm. There you go.
1: It's
2: true. Yeah, I mean, look, Spurs have improved under Conte.
1: There's no doubt about that. But I just you look at that team and you think, where is what is the ambition for this side now? Clearly, this season they're in the race for fourth spot. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody could argue that uh, any you know other you know the top three are the top three very much so this season. Uh, and, and possibly even next season, we she'll have to wait and see. But it's a tricky one for Spurs at the moment Jim, because the League Cup was an opportunity. Yeah. They play a better side in the semi final. They've been beaten. Mm. Okay, there you go. But but where do they go? What, what what now is the plan? Because Conte, he he will be able to improve them even more going forward. You would say but how
2: much can he squeeze out of them other than a fourth sort well of thing? I think fourth is is the ambition isn't it because then if they get that you get back in the Champions League you get that you, you're more attractive to teams mm-hmm. and Spurs under Conte being in London with that amazing new stadium they will be an attractive proposition if they've got Champions League football as well so that, that is, that's the aim absolutely it's to get into the Champions League mm-hmm. stay there for a, yeah. for a sustained period again and build from there and try and get yourself into a position where you can have a pop at the title which is you know it seems to be getting harder and harder mm-hmm. um, for, for every one outside, yeah. like the you know the, the top three, essentially. Since Leicester, the, since Leicester won, it, it's been it really hard. It, it, in a way, yeah, it has. Everyone's been like, n- n- no more of this nonsense. <laughs> no, absolutely not. We want to know what we're going to get. Uh, um, yeah. But yeah, I think that's that's the same if everyone trying to break back into the top four, really, isn't it? But you so, could say the same is true of Man United. The same is true of Arsenal to a degree. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, signings are crucial, though. I mean, uh, although reports have come out that Barcelona apparently
1: was stunned by Spurs' decision to pay twenty six million. Last summer for Emerson Royal, yeah, that's um. I mean, when Barcelona are laughing at you for for, for, e- <laughs> yeah. for economic reasons, you've
2: got to really. Did you hear about the complication with Ferran Torres? Oh, go on. Which, which was when um when Barcelona signed him, there was an issue where they still owed City, I think, one point five million euros All right. for Denis Suarez. All right, they signed from them in twenty thirteen. Yeah, still I, haven't paid it. You get those odd quirks in football. You don't do, you? but like. That's a long time to have that money outstanding, isn't it? Mm. It is.
3: How do you ask? <laughs> <laughs>
2: kind of contract. Oh, dear. Um, uh,
1: gentlemen, the game was paused late on after a medical emergency, emergency in the stands. For anybody watching would have noticed that that would have happened. Obviously, mm. it was a pause in play. But thankfully, the person who suffered the medical issue was able to walk out of the stadium with the assistant of uh, medics. Uh, so, well done to those medics again. Good news. Always. Uh, absolutely. Well, we talk about the race for, the, for, for fourth place. West Ham United. Beat Norwich City 2-0, sort of fairly routine stuff, as you would expect. David Moyes said before the game that he wants to continue to annoy the bigger rivals going for that spot. And they are annoying them. Um, There's no doubt about that. And Jared Bowen got himself a couple of goals. Might have had one or two more, although I want to accentuate the positive here. Um, And David Moyes said he's knocking on the door for an England call-up. Jim Campbell, agree, yeah. I mean, eight goals in all
2: competitions a season. What is it, ten assists uh, in all as well? Um, Those are amazing numbers, aren't they? I knew he was having a good season, but when you see it written down like that, it's really, really It is impressive. Well,
1: it's the most goal involvements of any English player operating in the top flight even
3: more than Harry Kane, Peter. And I look forward to Rashford Greenwood <laughs> pulling on that England shirt at the end
2: of the season. Well, I mean, to be fair to Southgate, he has rewarded good form, as he? he said he mm. would do, and he has done. Uh-huh. And those two players we'll have, see. We'll have see, been involved we? in England Yeah, I think <laughs> well, the, the issue is that there aren't many opportunities. Well, point, and so. I
1: think mm. Moy said that, didn't he? He said, well, there's Grealish, there's Sancho, there's Foden did he say and he went that's just off the top of my head you know. Yeah. so you look at those types of positions but in terms of uh, what he's doing at club level I mean it's it is very very good mm. you know I mean as I say a couple of goals could have been one or two more but he's getting mm. in those positions and he's adding goals because Antonio we know is a good forward and and provides a lot of strength and provides his uh, you know the odd assist and the odd goal but his goal scoring isn't that prolific so you need to have people chipping in with goals we know Lanzini chips in uh, a little bit and you know even at 4 nails and Obviously, from the penalty spot, Noble and so on. So this is a, a, a very much a welcome thing for West Ham. Well, right I, think
3: right? I, 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 I sort of like the way that um, sort of Liverpool Twitter because obviously, young uh, Klopp is apparently interested. Uh, like he's, is that some, tr- I mean, how well, like he's some unknown player like he's playing West Ham. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah. well, exactly. So like, so like, I think it was 80 million, 90 million that they spent on him a couple of years ago from Hull. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. So people are sort of expecting that if Liverpool swoop in mm. he'll have no choice but to go mm. like West Ham were a decent side playing at an excellent level yeah. and they may very well play Champions League that uh, next year why the hell would you fucking move uh, I'm not saying he will well, I mean, but look, a lot of Liverpool fans are saying that he will will because I he'll have tempting, no choice though, wouldn't it? I don't
2: tempting. think tempting, you'd be in a genuine title race mm. I mean, I when mean, when more you say, often than you would be at, at West would Ham you even with respect though. to them when mm. you say
1: why on earth would you go I, mean, no, I don't think West Ham fans would be annoyed if I say that Liverpool is a definite step up from West Ham
3: all right, well, that's uh, at Marcus Speller on Twitter. <laughs> Come and get me, lads.
1: <laughs> uh dildo at him. Yeah, but to be <laughs> but to be honest with you though, is is that what their bargaining chip was with Mo Salah? With his well, if you don't, we'll sign Jared we'll Bowen. We'll sign because <laughs> I don't way. think he'd be that scared about that. To be <laughs> honest, with you. that's no disrespect for Bowen, yeah. uh, of course. Um, yes, uh, there was an extraordinary moment towards the end of this game when when Tim Krull wrestled or sort of strangle, gave it a, mm. a stranglehold to Nikola Vlasic to the floor in the goal line. Yeah. And both ended up tumbling into the goal and I thought,
3: I, I mean... I thought we solved this one. It was almost yeah. a goal line, uh, whether it was over the goal line yeah. or not, decision. It
2: <laughs> the goal line technology <laughs> yeah, went off. He because
3: dragged him into the net.
2: Did Vlasic cross the line? Yes, <laughs> it, yes he did. Tim cruel. Uh, just loves a little moment like that. Doesn't he he, knows, he now He's wonderful. Yeah. Bad. Did he think there was a penalty shootout coming up or something? I don't know. <laughs> but
3: he, I, it was extraordinary. Yeah. Where,
1: where's the... Where's the
3: consistency? Look,
1: I I don't think many people are saying this enough, Jim. But where's the consistency? Yeah. With, with where's the where's VAR? the
3: VAR? It's just not there. <laughs>
1: What's clearly it Clearly, obviously not on. Indeed, yeah. <laughs> um, we turn our attention though to Norwich City, who were obviously beaten um, for the sixth time on the trot. They haven't scored a league goal in, in all that time—five hundred and forty minutes, if you want to know to be precise. They've scored eight goals all season the same amount as Jared Bowen has scored uh, on his own um, in, in all competitions, although that's only in, in, in uh, the league for Norwich City. Mm. Uh, it's damning. It really is damning. And uh, surely, the, 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 this is where, and you see this uh, from a few people who are, are big on the Norwich City scene on, on social media and so on, they have the regrettable decision now to think, right, do we spend £20 million in the transfer window and you sort of buy a couple of journeymen or you buy players who then won't want to be there come the summer. And then you have to go, you've got big wages and blah, blah, blah. And then you have to get rid of them
2: and all that rigmarole. But you already start planning for life in the championship. And it's mm. January. Yeah, we well it's a tricky I think one. You sort of hedge your bets, don't you? You try and sign players that are going to improve you now that might also stick around, which is that really limits the profile of player you can yeah. go after. It's so, so tricky, as you it, say. They basically want a young Darren Huckabee back, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is it is bad.
1: I mean, Todd Cantwell wasn't in the squad again. Uh, now Dean Smith said he was not in the squad in the previous game due to illness. He wasn't at all involved. It could be the same reason, genuinely could be. Um there is speculation that he might be on the move to Newcastle, as every player seems yeah. to be. I think mm. Max Ahrens is another one who, well, oh, he might be going on to Newcastle.
2: It's actually quite a canny uh, strategy from Newcastle, isn't it? To like, weaken those around you even more. <laughs> yeah, true.
1: <laughs> but I mean, to Cantwell, he's not been playing that much this season. He's been fairly underwhelming, as they all have, quite frankly, in Norwich City. But he's been a big player for them in recent season. It would be, it'd be a shame for, for those Norwich fans to see him go, if he does, but... Again, it's it's such a bleak
3: situation there, really. Have we covered Farka to uh, Russia? No, Farka and his team are now managing in Russia. Is that right? And I've googled the word for topics in Russian, and mm-hmm. it's Temi. Temi, I think.
1: We're we very good on the Temis. <laughs> uh, I'm, temi sure, on the telly. I'm sure to pluralise the word in Russian. It's not just add an S on the end like it is in English. <laughs> uh, but there we are. All right. So, which team is which team is he at?
3: Uh, FK yeah. Krasnodar. Is it Krasnodar? Krasnodar. Krasnodar was big time. They I
1: mean, were in the Champions League last season. They were. Yeah, you see. Um, so there we are there's you know <laughs> there's life always, after Norwich I was about to say there's life yeah. after Norwich if you're guys, listening just not in well, Norwich yeah, <laughs> not at the moment Jim sadly for them yeah. um, uh, but uh, speaking of uh, transfers David Moyes said that defensive reinforcement is needed as Ag Bonner is out for the rest of the season Zoomer is still to return although Cresswell returning was was a plus So we shall see what West Ham will do in in the January transfer window. And that will be interesting to see what they do because they are in a good position now. They are going for fourth Mm. and to strengthen is important because we see teams reasonably often have a good first half of the season then they kind of run out of steam a little bit. Um, We wouldn't want to see that with West Ham, speaking from a neutral uh, point of view. Um, uh, So we we shall see. Now, apparently West Ham are interested in Flamengo's Gabigol. Uh, that's a nickname, by the way. Uh, Newcastle were uh, apparently uh, looking at him as well um, for, for, the, for the South American striker. Uh, uh, but uh, when he was been linked to West Ham, a Brazilian pundit said, honestly, I doubt Gabby
2: goal even knows who David Moyes is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is quite <laughs> Unhelpful. disrespectful. Unhelpful. Presumably he would know who West Ham are,
2: though. I, I cannot um, begin to speak for Gabriel Barbosa's knowledge of the Premier League. <laughs> I just wanted to say his name, though. Yeah, it that's is, nice. It is the most footballer name. I think that, that that has has ever been. It's fantastic. It's interesting because he has had a spell in Europe before. He was mm. at Inter in in 2016, and he went online to Benfica as well. He played 15 games across those two two mm. clubs and scored a goal for each. It, like it wasn't a great return, yeah. but he has been prolific mm. in Brazil. And obviously, he's older and wiser and better now. You would think so. Be be really interesting to see if he does come to Europe, even if not at West Ham. It'd be an amazing coup if they can get him. But yeah. as, you, as you say, it's like the time for them to spend is now. Mm. Like if if ever there is time to like spend money to make money. Mm -hmm. It's now. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally
1: agree with you there, Jimmy. All right, then let's have a quick break.
0: 2021
3: was a year like no other in European football. And
0: 2022 promises to be even more eventful.
3: On the continent is your weekly guide to all the biggest stories across Europe.
2: What was highlighted again in this game against Malmo was just how desperately that team needs something different up front. Alvaro Morata is not right now the number nine they need and I don't think my can is either.
3: We're joined by the best European football experts to get to the bottom of the stories at the top of your newsfeed.
1: I think Real Madrid is a very logical place for him to go and if you want that to be an option it's not a bad idea to make Real Madrid think that you might go to Barcelona. <laughs> from Holland's side of it, it's very beneficial
2: that uh, Barcelona are at least pretending they can afford him. Come join us every Thursday on Football Ramble Presents.
4: Football Ramble Presents is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.
1: Oh, the yeah. Oh, no. oh
2: no, 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 You, you! She oh, yeah. done!
1: Did you get that, everybody? Welcome back to the Football Ramble. (laughs) What was that? Uh, Local commentary of Faroe Islands under-21 scoring uh, with their only shot against France. Oh, okay, right, I see. uh, A lot to like about that. (laughs) A lot to like about that. Righto. it's time for emails.
2: It's Kate, Jules, Jim or Vish, Marcus, Luke or Pete the Tit. And he might just read up
3: one in show at footballemble.com Email at show at footballemble.com
2: Pete
3: the Tit. Hey, um, Frankie Rogan. On the story of his name, whoa. As you might see from my email address, my name is Frankie Rogan, and uh, quite often I get asked, "What's Frankie shot for?" Uh, to which I would reply, "It's shot for nothing." Uh, this is some reason. This is for some reason always uh, leading to the person not believing me, uh, and the exchange happened so often that I even started questioning my own name and if it was indeed Frankie. So, in my early twenties, I went to my mum and asked her if my name was actually Frankie. Was I born with this name? Does he not have a passport? Yeah. I know, right. To my shock, I was told that I was born Josh. (laughs) Yep, not Frankie, as I've always been called, but some random name I have no affiliation to. Josh. I asked why uh, and when it was changed. Now, those listening are regular diners at curry houses might have put two and two together, with my last name being Rogan and my first name being Josh. Uh, A couple of weeks after my birth, my parents realised they had indeed named their child after a curry. Um, (laughs) Safe to say, it's traumatised me so much that I've never been able to uh, eat a lamb Rogan Josh since the incident... <laughs> top it off after making the mistake of telling my mates uh, about it now they only refer to me as Josh oh, no. so much I've started to respond to it more than my actual name of Frankie
2: that's oh. so weird that's wonderful it was j- just a general suspicion so they actually something na- about this guy is, <laughs> I don't think this is this guy's name and they were right uh, what on earth but you they
1: didn't yeah what, what would they have, you, what was Frankie short for fun time Frankie no yeah. Josh mm. it's,
2: yeah it's uh, it's long for Frank <laughs> Uh, I never think about that (laughs) very strange very strange lovely So Andrew Jones has also been in touch. He said, just listen to Monday's show where you discussed ways to improve the ref going over to the VAR monitor and the inclusion of flares, uh, as in large sparklers rather than trousers. My suggestion is to simply bolt a flat screen TV to the club mascot's stomach like some modern day Teletubby. Mm. The mascot then runs over to the ref where he can view the footage. Imagine it. The ref's looking at the mascot's stomach, turns and blows his whistle to give a goal and the mascot starts going mental in the centre of the pitch. Or if the decision is overturned, the sad mascot slowly walks back to the side of the pitch with his head down in despair. I really like that idea. Yeah. Because it just gives the mascot a little bit more. Yeah.
1: The mascot involves are all... him. Yeah, indeed. It saves the referee from running over. The mascot might fall over. You, at some you've some got point. to It'd treat your mascots
2: kindly. It's like like when you give a dog a job and it loves it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed.
1: Showoutfootballramble.com or tweet this at <laughs> Football Ramble for that kind of thing. Right then, Pete Donaldson, what's it time for?
3: It's time for this! I can't pick up the iPad It's time for this
1: Press the right
3: bleeding button This is the right bleeding button No it isn't Oh it's not is it Flipping Nora Sorry well it it wasn't at the top of the screen Just leave it The screen look I tried to drag the screen down It goes back up I can't
1: press it look When you said sorry You didn't need to follow up With any more words How do I press it How do I press
2: that button the,
3: The button just disappears Don't
2: you label these I prefer to kill him
3: Time for this, Park Antonio Conte. Yes. Two footballers mashed together. All you need to do is tell me who that flip we're talking about from Gavin McHugh thank you Gavin for these uh, clues Gavin McClues. Um they are harder to make than you'd expect though that might be because I'm tired he says <laughs> okay, this will <one>, <laughs> be a shocking a one yeah, up. yeah. Uh, and he knows uh, what kind of uh, uh, administrator of this game I am because he, he, he writes uh, read this question part out before the answer part <laughs> thank you thank Fair. you for that. yeah good um, alright <laughs> first clue um, we are both FA Cup winners I was goalkeeper of the team that won in 2008 and I was an attacking midfielder for the Arsenal team that won in 2013, 14, and 17.
1: 2008, Pompey? David James. David James, Santi Cazorla? Oh.
2: <laughs> Aaron Ramsey could have. David in... James. Sorry, what's the first one? I don't know, <laughs>
3: It was any eh?
2: Was it Pompey, though, right? I don't know. The answer is David James
3: Zatorzel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ben <laughs> ben Which. He's right. There, Gavin he? is tired. Yeah. I think Gavin is tired I mean, personally. It works though, it works. Does, does it? it? Jamez, yeah. Jamez. Only if it's you say Jamez. Written down it does. <laughs> it's written down it does, but that's not what so we're playing every it Jamez Jamers at yeah. Yeah. I did mean, right, say so these are hard to put together. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, game. All right, then. Uh, here's your next one. <laughs> Barely a game. We have both been part of historic thrashings. I scored Brazil's only goal in its 7-1 to defeat in Germany, uh, to Germany, and I was red carded in Arsenal's 8-2 defeat to Man United. <sighs> uh, that's the wrong, one. No, that's <laughs> the wrong one.
2: Oh, is it Carl Jenkinson, I think, was sent off in that game? Who scored was it his bloody goal
1: for Brazil? So
2: someone, Carl. No, it doesn't
1: have
3: to be like that, is it? Oh,
1: I can't plead oh, remember. Jen. That's ah. poor. That's really poor. Anymore, Go on, put us out of misery.
3: I am I relish the moment where I get to say Oscar Jenkinson. Oh, oh Oscar. Oscar. Well done, Gavin. Thank you very much for those Oscar. slightly wonky clues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lovely. Well, there we are.
1: Yep. We're all losers in that. <laughs> 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 well, we appreciate it, though. Lovely stuff, everybody. Right now, we move on to the AFCON. Mm. And it's the AFCON. It is. Uh, I'd like to state the African Cup of Nations. Uh, Tunisia were beaten 1 0 by Mali. Nothing more to say on that. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Fairly straightforward. My goodness, yes. The referee Jani Sikazwe um, blew the whistle early twice during the game. Now, we should immediately say that there are one or two reports saying that he had heat stroke. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense, but.
3: It's so no excuse for that red card, passing. <laughs> <It> <laughs> that was, was nonsense.
1: Still pretty uh, mad. shambolic and mm. mad. Yeah, uh, he ended the game eleven seconds um, before the ninetieth minute. After he had already tried to end the game in the eighty-fifth minute of the match, yeah. Before being convinced to carry on,
3: might be mate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he really did. I mean, it was it was pretty crazy, wasn't it? So obviously Tunisia were rather I unhappy.
3: at Bella Italia. <laughs> Come on. <laughs>
1: You're <laughs> rather unhappy with the yeah. and then I think even he thought Yeah that's that I that's am I am early. taking the, that's piss. Not, I'm yeah, taking yeah, the yeah, piss yeah yeah, yeah. Alright well uh, let's just crack on. There's no injury mm. time is there? Even though he'd obviously sent off a player a
2: few minutes yeah. before and there'd been a pretty big VAR yes break th- as there well. There should have been about there should know, have been five been or six at least minutes. three or four minutes, mm. yeah. Indeed. But um to be fair, have you ever had heat stroke? Mm. Yes. It's it's far worse than it sounds. Yeah, well you know, if they they are the reports,
1: but I mean what then ensued, so if he has had that, I mean, I don't, obviously, not privy to the conversations between all the officials, mm. but what was it? Something like 20 to 30 minutes after the full-time whistle, the fourth official then says, right, well, I'll have a go. Yeah,
2: yeah. but this is during a press conference as well, yeah, or so certainly a press conference was interrupted for them to say, yeah. actually, we're going to do the, well, that's the final bit of the game well that's why it was a Tunisia who refused to
3: come back out again because yeah. they'd only had their ice baths and stuff and it, yeah, and so it was was like also no we're not doing
2: that there's a rule in place that a game can re- be replayed Mm. Uh, if the full 90 isn't completed but I mean I, 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 I very much doubt that that will happen I think there's a but precedent
3: set that before I think it might even have been in AFCON as well but they uh, the referees kind of whistle kind of stands as as the end of the game no matter when
1: I, I'd be but. surprised if it is replayed Tunisia could have been thinking to themselves Do you know what let's not bother because we might be able to mm. get something out of this but their, their manager did say that the players as you say had been in their ice bath so they were just in no fit state to yeah. go back on So it was quite strange because Marley then retook to the field, didn't they? Yeah. And then they were like, oh, Tunisia aren't playing. All right, I I think we've won. Everybody get back on the bus quickly. Yeah, <laughs> when yeah. We can close the victory. He was the
3: first Zambian to referee World Cup finals uh, at a World Cup I, final. But I don't think you'll be doing a match again, personally.
1: Yeah, I mean, but as you say, he's, he's refereed at the highest level, mm. so perhaps that does lend credence to the to the heat stroke. Um, uh, look, I mean,
3: uh, I mean, if we if we want to know exactly how, I mean, obviously we've seen pretty hot World Cups in the past '94, uh, obviously. We're going to see another yeah, one we're, this we're year. We're going to see another <laughs> yeah. one. Like
2: you look at how many goals have been scored in this goddamn <laughs> yeah. tunnel. 12 yeah, in 12 it's, matches it's pretty low and also low. with Gambia and Mauritania in, in, the, in the group you would think mm. that Tunisia might fancy their chances of getting two wins there but mm, it has yeah. been very low scoring it's taken a while to sort of get going really Nigeria-Egypt was a pretty good game even though that was that was fairly low scoring but you often see this in tournaments don't you the first round of games mm. just people don't want to lose yeah. so it's a little bit cagey yeah, yeah, that yeah. I'm, I'm
3: loving it Gambia won their first match at
2: yeah. African Cup of Nations amazing
3: they did. Lovely, lovely goal as well
1: it was yeah the keeper was a little bit flat footed yeah. but yeah yeah, it was a good strike um, by mm. the way we should say well done to the, the Marley and goalkeeper for saving the penalty yes mm. great save it was a great save indeed and
2: also it, it's amazing that the, the crowds have been very low as we've discussed but the atmosphere mm. they've, everyone's brought mm. an amazing band who are well, really we've, fun we've seen it,
1: uh, the pop man at Ghana I know yeah. the original pop man uh, sadly passed away a number mm. of years ago but you know the, the the legacy of we love of, to see it on. exactly yeah like the, I sh- we wanted this to be the case with the Colombian
2: Birdman didn't we I think it was the case was it not I think I there can't... were generations of the Colombian Birdman may man. well have been yeah we think it's like the Phantom don't yeah. we that you know you it just... just carries on yeah it can't Someone be the <laughs> <like> he <mantle.
1: laughs> can't be the same bloke <laughs> All those years ago,
3: see the uh, Mauritanian national uh, uh, anthem uh, was played incorrectly twice, and then in the end, they just told them to try and sing it a cappella, and the players refused. It's just this is why Afcon is always a lot of fun to watch. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah <laughs> it's yeah. wonderfully mad.
1: Um, is this? Uh, I'm going to say this. Tom St. the um, the Belgian, I think he's Belgian manager of, mm. of, of Gambia, does rhyme slightly <laughs> 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 of the comic book store guy in The Simpsons.
3: Oh, right, okay. If he was a bit fatter, maybe. Yeah. He looks more like a hairy biker for me. Now oh, it's okay. slimmed yeah, yeah, down yeah. a bit. Yeah, that's mm. fair, that's fair.
1: Yeah. Mm. I hope nobody connected to that man and listened to that.
3: <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't mind. not a compliment, really, what I said. <laughs> um,
1: yes, I, 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 Ivory Coast, they beat uh, Equatorial Guinea 1 0. Mm. Um, they're not the side of yesteryear, of course, but got some decent plays. Max Gradle scoring. Nicholas Pepe and Wilf Sahar were on the bench.
2: Yeah, came, came off. And Also, you've got Sebastian Allaire. Banging in goals in the Champions mm. League. Eric Bay at them. the back. Eric Bailly. Some recognisable names in yeah. there, people. Frank Kessie as well. Mm-hmm. There was that guy that's, with that's the, a good cool,
3: team. the cool specs. and the uh, There's a guy with some cool specs. Oh, like crazy kind of like loads of Ivorian uh, flags mm. sticking out of his head. And then these crazy glasses. So he's got the glasses that's celebrating the fact that it's now 2022. Um, but most of the time, with the 2000s, we've been able to kind of like have the two... Glasses being the zeros in the, in the 2000, that yeah, yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. But now we're in the teens and now we're in the, in the mm. 20s. They're finding it more difficult to make it look good. So, it's, so he's basically got 200 mm. and then 22 yes. on top of the glasses. <laughs> he looked wonderfully mad. That's beautiful, isn't it?
1: That is beautiful. Love that guy. It will be interesting to see what uh, Gambia, or the Gambia, as sometimes people like to say, mm. can do at uh, the tournament. They're the lowest ranked team ever to qualify.
3: 150th in the FIFA ranking. They had a lot of chances that they, they did. could have put away. They were profligate. It's not a word that we only use in football. Yes. So we're not really profligate with the word profligate, are we really? You we know could use it mean. elsewhere, couldn't we? That is very, very true.
1: <laughs> so we, we shall see what they had. But it's building up nicely, as you say. Low scoring uh, first round of games, but that can often be the case, Jim, as you said. So mm. we shall see uh, what we've got in store for the, for the next round of games. Um, back to uh, more domestic uh, matters, gentlemen, some transfer stories. Uh, Chris Wood's moved to Newcastle um, was confirmed this morning. Um, mm-hmm. Lucas Dignes switch to Aston Villa has also been confirmed. Now, Digne sent a message out to Everton supporters yesterday thanking them and explaining his departure. When I say explaining his departure, mm. it, it, he sort of alluded to it, really, mm. um, because he said something, he, he long message and said, thank you for your support. It's been great since I've been here. The Everton fans have been wonderful. You know, very, very uh, positive towards the club. And then finish by saying, sometimes it only takes one person from outside to destroy a beautiful love affair. Just sit on that one for a day. Do you know what I mean? Who do we yeah. sit on that I think, oh, is that a bit strong? Mm. I mean, it's not Duncan Ferguson he's talking about, is it? <laughs> not,
3: you're not Lady Diana. <laughs> There's someone else in this relationship. Who's he alluding to, Peter? I have not a clue. Is I've it, not got a clue. Could it be Rafa could the Gaffer? Could it be Rafa the Gaffer, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: but it is a shame for
3: him, though. But, yeah. then, but then
1: Benita said, you know, he's, he's being selfish and needs to think about the team more. And it's like, yeah, he would probably argue that he wants to play for the team. And you're going, no, stop being selfish. <laughs> yeah, don't play.
2: Yeah, it's a <laughs> complicated one.
1: Yeah, it is often the case in football, isn't it? When they say, well, he's being selfish, you know. It's like, well, he does want to play Yeah, for the team, presumably. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's one story against the other. More uplifting news, though, uh, talking of transfers. This was where we go abroad. King Kazu rides again, Petey Donaldson. Yes, please. You cannot keep a good man down, as we often say on
2: this podcast. Born before
3: the moon landings. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, he signed a I contract. Mean, we're all born before the moon landings. Didn't happen. It didn't happen, uh, yeah. It didn't
1: happen. Uh, <laughs> I see. Uh, yeah, Yoshi Miura has signed a contract with 4th tier Japan, Japanese side, Suzaki Point Getters. Yeah. This getting is a, those
3: points. Suzaki Point Getters, I'm... Japanese football teams are as I said before, they're
2: underrated. They're up there with the best like African league side names where they're a yeah. bit mad. Because this is translates so strangely. Point yes. getters. Yeah, the point getters. Well
3: they 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 um they're interesting because um I think two or three years ago uh, they had the only uh women manager in women manager in in the J league. Um and when does that ever happen in, in any, yeah. any league really? But uh but they used to be called um <laughs> I love this. They used to be called Rampole, uh, named after a Japanese mystery writer called Rampo with the word Rampo concatenated to Ole, right okay but his full name so he's a mystery writer and his full name is Edegawa Rampo which sounds like a Japanese name right yeah but it's not he was just obsessed with Edgar Allan Poe oh Edegawa Rampo Edgar Allan Poe oh Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> so I see the, so the team were named after nice. Edgar Allan Poe in a <laughs> weird kind of way And now that is really and now Suzuki, uh, Suzuki, um Suzuka point getters <laughs> it's amazing is isn't it Edegawa it's amazing! I <laughs> <Bloody laughs> love that. I uh, love that. My goodness! But but is I mean, uh, Ken Kazoo's brother is the manager, so like he's he's right, gonna get he's right. probably gonna get more games than he yeah. than he really deserves. How are you yeah. gonna
1: get us out of the fourth tier? Well, I'm gonna sign a 54 year old. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I 54. Just, 54. <laughs> do you Just think, like if he stopped playing football, like, he would just. He's worried that he'll just like get on the pies. You know, he would just be like that's
3: <laughs> uh, my my. Legs ache thinking about him playing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he goes to Guam every uh, summer to work on his fitness. All right, It's a lovely place to do your fitness. Anyway. he's a lovely
2: place. What have they got there? What's in is the he, water? Has he found some magic mm, item? Yeah. yeah. He, so like, he has yes. to go and top it up every year. Yes, yeah. he has. I
3: mean, if you watch him play, he hasn't.
2: <laughs> yeah. He hasn't,
3: Jim. He's he's 54. He is 54. All right, That's have true, a bit yeah. of respect. Have a bit of respect. You're crying out
1: ruddy loud. <laughs> Made his debut in 1986. I think it was like stunning.
3: What would have been this? I think it would be in the nineteen seventy World Cup. I think he, his dad. No, his, which which the one was in Brazil. Uh, well, was
1: 50 was in Brazil
3: No, oh, 70 really. was in Mexico Brazil Mexico. won it Yeah, 70 Mexico his dad went over because he had connections out there and he filmed all of the matches on Super 8 Did he? and brought it home and that's how he got into football Oh wow. <laughs>
1: that all makes sense in yeah. the end uh, gentlemen tonight as you say Liverpool uh, and Arsenal are facing off in the uh, the League Cup semi-final uh, Dirk Count former Liverpool man has instructed Liverpool to just win no questions asked yeah. What, what what question was someone wanting to are you, do? Arsenal mm. not have a midfield? Don't worry about that. <laughs> they don't, but don't worry about it. Just go and win. Yeah. Well, this is in light of their poor domestic cup record under Jurgen Klopp. So uh, he wants to just he, he wants to see those Liverpool boys boys just get it done. It's quite surprising actually. Klopp's domestic cup record isn't that great, mm. but they have a chance to. Uh, to, to, to make it right tonight I'm sure their shareholders the are
3: gutted <laughs> absolutely gutted yeah
1: yeah yeah what do you <laughs> think of Arsenal's chances Jim um, Sadio Mane and Mo Salah are obviously not there
2: yeah that's obviously a boost but obviously Arsenal themselves are missing a lot of players I don't yet know what the situation with Granit Xhaka is if he's fit that will be uh, be very very helpful otherwise the midfield's going to be very very makeshift. it's going to be um, Sambi Lukonga and possibly either Odegaard or Smith-Rowe, like in a more withdrawn role, but Smith-Rowe's been carrying an injury as well, which is why he's not been playing as much mm. as you might expect lately. So it's the personnel is really, really limited. So it's going to have to... The midfield is going to be a patched-up compromise, essentially, which against Liverpool is mm. is far from ideal, whatever team they put out. So I think this is going to be a challenge tonight. You hear about Granite Xhaka there, that
1: um, Roma might go for him. Yes. Might sign him in June. Yeah. Jose
2: Mourinho apparently said that his feeling to sign the player has never stopped. I'm not surprised by that at all. I think Jacker is a warrior, isn't he? And Mourinho likes players like that that will go out and just like give it everything. Who he can wind up, who he can they, wind up, yeah. And they don't get too, bo-
1: yeah. Because I mean, he's he's obviously had a recent outburst, of course these Roma players saying they're mentally weak. Yeah. He said that at Spurs, he said that at Manchester United, he said that at Chelsea when it all went wrong. Funny, he comes into clubs, bullies everyone. It's like, these
2: these guys are very weak. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to punch you all into uh, being better players mm-hmm. and you're not really responding to it. Well, Jim, it'd be interesting to see if uh, Xhaka left Arsenal, where would they go from there? But until that happens, we won't talk yeah. about
2: that. Well, you know, it's a funny one. People were like, oh, we need to upgrade Xhaka. And we do. He's a flawed player, definitely. But I... Um, I, I, I'm very intrigued as to, to who that player is going to be when it comes in. I can't. I just can't imagine a, an Arsenal without Granit Xhaka. It just mm. like I'm so resigned to mm-hmm. he will outlive me. Like he will be playing. For, he'll be King Kazu in my mind. Mm. He's yeah. just always going to be there. <laughs> I see what you mean. And I've come to accept it. Uh, well,
0: yeah. if, well, if you I want, love him
2: and all his flaws, DJ. apart from. All his flaws
1: Yeah exactly exactly. Well will he go to Roma We shall see Well Serie A will certainly Feature today everybody In today's episode Of On the Continent Dot and Andy uh, Dot and Andy Are joined by Nicky Bandini To discuss last night's Italian Super Cup Between Inter and Juventus Last minute winner From that former Arsenal man Alexis Sanchez Uh, And there's much much more On the show Um, So get over to Football Ramble Presents For that There we are We've reached the end Of this Football Ramble Podcast everybody Thank you very much For listening to it Part of the ACAST Creator network Of course we are um, and on tomorrow's show, it's Kate, Andy and Luke. Promises to be a classic, I tell you. Mm. There we are. Thank you very much, Jim Campbell. You're welcome. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Farewell. Thank you, everybody. See you soon.
4: The Football Ramble is a Stack Production and part of the Acast Creator
0: Network.